Do you want to go deeper in your faith even while you're on the go? No matter how busy the season you're in, Access More has a library of faith-based podcasts to help you grow spiritually. With podcasts from Christian thought leaders such as Christine Kane, Lisa Harper, Taryn Wells, and Bob Goff, you can hear podcasts on religion, culture, family, entertainment, and so much more. Access More gives you a safe space to find inspiring conversations about faith. Start listening today at accessmore.com. Are you an ambitious Christian woman who feels like you've had success yet something is still missing? Do you wonder if it's possible to be ambitious and let God lead at the same time because you think if it is to be, it's up to me? Does the hustle fuel your adrenaline, but you want to ditch the overachievement and pursue success with clarity, serenity, and fulfillment? Then you're in the right place. Welcome to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman. I'm Erin Harrigan, a Christian wife, emptiness mom, entrepreneur, and recovering overachiever who felt those same things. When I prayed for a better way to work, God responded with, let me drive. Then he led me to help women like you through my speaking, coaching, and writing. My mission is teaching you that success doesn't require buying into the world's frantic definition of hustle or into the so-called anti-hustle movement. Instead, you can meet me in the middle right here to redefine hustle as you pursue success with God as your CEO. Each week, we'll spend a focused 15 minutes connecting biblical truth to business with practical application so you can tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus. Does that sound like what you need today? Then let's go. Really excited that you're here for today's episode because this is a special Q&A episode. I've asked some clients to provide some questions to me that sort of stump them as ambitious Christian women pursuing success. And therefore, I want to let you know this episode is going to be just a little bit longer than our focus 15 minutes, but I know that you will fully relate to what they're saying. So before we jump into those questions, I want to reiterate to you that the foundational verse for everything that I do is John 15, 4, and 5. And it's all about abiding in the vine and getting our nourishment from the vine and being a branch of the vine, but not us being the vine itself, that Jesus is our vine. And so every one of these questions sort of points back to, how is this an opportunity to lean back into the Lord? And I've got some journaling ideas for you. I've got a ton of great things down in the show notes. So give it a listen. I can't wait to hear what you think, and how these questions and the answers will bless your journey. Here we go. What happens when you feel that you've been listening for God's direction, that you've been quiet, that you've devoted a lot of time to hearing His direction, hearing His voice, and you still feel so very lost, that things are not coming together, that you feel you've surrendered to his will and it's just still foggy, still unclear, still feeling lost. Um, what do I do when that happens? Oh, Corrine, such an incredible question. So just to summarize, I'm going to paraphrase what Corrine is saying. And basically is that she's seeking, she's listening, she's obeying, but she still feels lost. I want to share a recent social media post that I saw from Jessica Hoddle, who is an author that I follow. And, and she says this, that when the enemy comes in to flood you, to try to wash you away, to wash away the truth 
of who you are in the Lord, to remember that Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, and that while you may feel lost, you are found in Christ. She says here, you are safe with God. And when you know you are safe with God, you know that God sees you. And when you know that God sees you, you know that he loves you. So you may feel lost, but he's never left you. And feeling lost doesn't mean that God's not there. Although sometimes we may question that, right? Like, God, where are you in this? But in his shelter, he's protecting your way. So feeling lost is actually a a reminder to lean in further for Kareen, for any others, and returning to the vine, coming back to the nourishment and the connection to the vine, because nothing can separate us from his love. A couple of other things that I have around this. If you're feeling lost, go back to the four keys, right? How are you defining the work that you're doing? How are you defining the outcomes that you're seeing? How are you defining where you are along this? Could it be that you tried to get out further ahead of him? Could it be that you've ignored the last thing he asked you to do? Or maybe you did follow through with the last thing and and it was simply that he wanted you to trust in him. One of the things that I also do that helps me when I'm lost is up on my bulletin board, which I'm looking at right now, I have a a a big index card that lists all of the ways that I've seen him move in my life and in my business. And so remind yourself of his goodness, remind yourself of how he's shown up in the past and remind yourself of this. You have survived and thrived in 100% of your bad days, 100%. You've had bad days before. You've had moments of being lost before, and you've come out of it before. So remember that, that that he equips and qualifies you, that you are the daughter of the Most High King. Honor and acknowledge that you're having these feelings, but also remind yourself of your power in him, of your, when you are weak, he is strong, as we know from Philippians. And go back to, uh, at the end of this episode, I'm going to have some very specific questions that you can ask in your prayer time, but that I hope helps with this question. Okay, let's get to the second question, which is all about control. Here we go. I would love to know how to keep God first in my business. I tend to take over and I want to be in control of everything. Being the oldest of 11 children, that's how it goes. So how do I let him lead? Oh, Lisa, such a good question, right? Because as ambitious women, don't we want to be in control? In fact, sometimes our control seems to serve us. But what I like to remember is that whatever we create outside of God's will, whatever we're creating in our own control and our own effort and our own strength, we have to maintain outside of his will as well. And I don't know about you, but every time I've tried to do that, it is disastrous. you know, in some way, in some way he sets me straight. So Lisa's question in a nutshell, how do I let God lead? Like I know I'm supposed to let him lead, but how do I do that when I want to be in control of everything? So if we look back at our four keys again, number one, review, how is he defining you and what success is for you? And what has he directed you to do? And how are you putting that into discipline? Most often, 
what I hear from the women that I work with is I'm obeying and I'm putting what God gave me into discipline, but sometimes I want to triple it, right? Like God gave me these three things, but I think, oh, well, if I do six, I'll get there faster, right? Or, oh, well, if I just, Lord, I know you told me to, to sit and wait on you here or to rest here. But if I just did this, that would move things along because we just want to move things along, right? We want to know how things are going to work out. We want to know that we've got a plan in place. Friends, there is nothing wrong with planning and strategizing. You have heard me talk in previous episodes about providing my clients a safe space and safe stands for strategy, accountability, focus, and encouragement. There is nothing wrong with that. And we have to be praying before during and after. We've got to surrender that at the foot of the cross and let him be in control. So first, go back to that four keys and see where are you getting yourself stuck. I would venture to say if you're trying to take control, it's the discipline because you're not just doing what he gave you to do. You're trying to multiply it in your own strength. Number two, remember that he has things that he's in charge of. You have things that you're in charge of and you are not God. I love you, friend, but you are not God. So I put a tool down in the show notes called the under control tool. Go grab that. It's a great exercise for you to truly identify what's within your control and what's within his. And when you first do it, you might be thinking these things, I can control these, but you've got to move those over to that right column and allow them to be his, right? So that's a great way to sort of get those things out of your head. And then lastly on this, again, it comes back to the vine. The vine is in control. The vine nourishes us. So let's come back there and and being aware of stopping ourselves in the moment that we're trying to control everything and saying, Lord, this is your business. I give it over to you, whatever your will would be, whatever your will would be, right? Often a scripture that helps me there is Psalm 25, four and five, show me your ways, O Lord, teach me your paths, lead me in your truth and teach me for you are the God of my salvation on you. I wait all the day. And that helps me when I'm trying to be in control and I can stop and go, hold on, Lord, this is your business. Show me your ways. Keep coming back to that. Keep coming back to that. These aren't hard solutions here, but these are things that we're always going to face. These are the hard questions that we have, and we've got to take it back to the vine. Okay, let's listen in on our third question, which I, again, know is going to hit home for everyone listening. As high-achieving women, sometimes it feels a little difficult to find God's lessons or the meaning behind a challenge or, I guess, a negative experience um, that I have in my business. So I know that when things don't go our way, that it's really God's plan and that we need to trust where he's leading us. However, sometimes I really struggle to find the lesson and the opportunity for growth when I am redirected or when things don't go the way I had planned or when I hit a hurdle um, that maybe I wasn't expecting. Oh, Alison, I feel like just the, uh, the raw emotion behind what you're sharing. And I know that this is a feeling that many of you listeners feel as well. So let me just 
paraphrase in a nutshell, how do I find the lessons and the disappointments? Because there are going to be disappointments. Jesus told us in this world, you will have trouble, but he has claimed victory. So while we know the disappointments are are inevitable, we want a reason. We want an explanation. We want to know that it's leading to a lesson. So a couple of things about this. First, we're never going to know everything right? God is God. We are not. There are going to be things we just don't know. We want to look for the lesson, but sometimes we can't find it or we won't know it until much later. We may not know it on this side of heaven. So first it's acknowledging, Lord, this is your business. And I know that this is working out for my good as your follower, because Romans 8, 28 tells us that he works all things together for the good of those who believe, right? Number two, going back to what I said in response to the first two questions, this is his business, right? So we have to go back to those four keys. And this to me is really about the key of development. How are you developing me in the middle of this, Lord? Where's the lesson in this, Lord? Would you show me? I talked earlier about Psalm 25 verses four and five. So those those pieces are critical because we we've got to allow him to lead us. We've got to allow him to be the the giver of knowledge around whether there is a lesson or not in the disappointments when the outcomes don't look the way that we wanted to. So I want to give you a couple of pieces in this. First, feelings are not facts. So you may be feeling disappointed. You may be feeling like you lost that sale or that client left or this didn't turn out the way I want or people are disappointed in what I delivered. So we have to step back and go, okay, I feel very disappointed about this. I'm a little bit distraught. I'm a little bit lost in, in the fog around what went wrong here. However, let me remember, did I do everything that I knew that I could do? Yes. Did I leave margin for the Lord to move? Yes. So I can acknowledge and feel the feels, but Interestingly, I just recently spoke on emotional intelligence. I have to be self-aware and self-managed in in the fact that I don't allow my emotions to overtake me. So I can be disappointed. I can feel the feels, but I also have to step back and go, okay, hold on. What are the facts of the situation, right? What happened? What What went right? What went wrong? What could I do more, better, differently? And then as I said earlier, let me remind myself of how he's shown up in goodness, right? how he has shown up in my business, how he's directed me and redirected me, right? So that I continue to move forward with hope and with peace and joy, even when there are disappointments. And I have a journaling exercise with you as we close up this episode. And this is really applicable to any of these questions that we had. It's really applicable to what do I do when things get hard? Number one, we've got to go back to the vine, right? That John 15, four and five, always going back to the vine, always letting his strength lead us. But here's some journaling questions that I encourage you to think about. In that moment around that situation or when you're feeling lost or when you're feeling like I've got to take control, here are three questions that you can ask the Lord. Sit down quietly in your prayer time and write this out. Lord, in this moment or in this situation, What do you want me to know about you? And get quiet and sit. Give him time. Give him space to answer you. You will feel bubble up in your spirit something. 
Number two, what do you want me to know about me? You know, he might reveal to you, like, you're not trusting me, or you didn't do the last thing I asked you to do, or you're trying to take control and I need you to know it's in my hands. Give him time to respond. And then number three, Lord, what do you want me to know about this lesson? What do you want me to know about this moment where I'm feeling lost? What do you want me to know about how I take control? And give him time to respond. Again, the point of this is to directly ask the Lord, what do you want me to know about you, Lord? What do you want me to know about me? What do you want me to know about this lesson or this situation or this moment? If you sit and ask those questions, I promise he will define it all. Maybe not in the way you thought, maybe not as clear, but what's going to happen is that the situation is not going to change because prayer does not change situations. It cha- it, it, prayer changes people. When you pray for something and you have others praying around it, the situation itself may not be what changes, but someone involved in the situation may have a change of heart. And that in the end is what changes everything, right? So you're going to feel a tremendous amount of peace and calm come over you. And that may give you the, that, that will give you the clarity to step forward and say, maybe I still feel a little bit lost, but Lord, I know you never leave me nor forsake me. Maybe I still feel like I want to take control, but Lord, I know this is yours and I need to work on my surrender. Maybe I still feel disappointed and I'm trying to find the lesson and you haven't quite given me the full answer, but Lord, I trust that you have it under control and you're working this together for my good. If we can come at it from that perspective, we can emulate Jesus in seeking our Father in everything that we do. That, my friends, is key to redefining hustle. So two quick calls to action for you. Number one, go download that four keys tool. I promise you want to have that handy. And number two, indulge in coming to our rooted group coaching community. Be a visitor. Dip your toe into experiencing community because friend, you are not meant to do this alone. And that is why this community exists. We would love to have you come and visit. So make sure that you grab your visitor pass for our next live coaching. All right, friends, I pray that this helped you today. The links for those calls to action, the other things that I mentioned are down in the show notes. So go check that out. And until next time, I pray and encourage you to tune out the world, tune into God's truth, and turn up focus as you redefine hustle and pursue success. I'll see you on our next episode. So glad that you're listening to this podcast and using it as a resource for your pursuit of success God's way. Whether this is the first episode you've heard or you've been a longtime listener, you may wonder what it would be like to be a fly on the wall in one of my coaching sessions. Well, now's your chance. I invite you to an exclusive behind-the-scenes experience as a visitor to my Rooted Group Coaching membership. This one-time visit will give you a taste of our community as a participant in one of our monthly live group coaching sessions where you'll get to meet women just like you. Dip your toe into working with me and experience our encouraging community where accountability and prayer lead the way to business growth. Get the details and register at erinharrigan.com slash rooted visit or click the link in the show notes. I can't wait to see you in the group. 
Thanks for tuning in to Redefining Hustle, Pursuing Success as a Christian Woman this week. I pray this show brings you value as an ambitious woman in business. Remember to check the show notes for my free resources and other helpful links. If this episode spoke to you, take a screenshot, share it with a friend, or share it on social media and tag me. I'm praying for you, friend, that you'll experience the joy of learning to redefine hustle as you pursue success so your business produces much fruit and impacts his kingdom in greater ways than you could ever imagine. Thank you for listening to this episode that is part of the Spark Media Network that can now be heard on the Edify app.